right, here we go. Kind of a full house today. Welcome to the podcast edition of the show, Friday, May 14th. Uh, we've had some really good guests this week, and uh, we've got a full house, kind of, almost. No Philly T this week. He's off doing UK things. Um, but today, Bethany is here with us. Alex. Hey. Hey. Alex is here with us. Hey. Uh, she missed yesterday. And even though it's going to be her last show and she's missed a couple of weeks because she's a kid and she's got stuff to do, our friend from TSA, TSA Ambassador Kennedy is here with us. Hi, Kennedy. Hi. Um, wow, this is, I got all ladies here. Don't you always? Besides Philip. I guess usually, maybe. Kind of. <laughs> I also have to keep a, an eye on a couple of traffic situations. There is a lot to talk about today. Um, first, 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 first. Um, I'll give you guys a guess. I was texting. I got a text today from uh, Paul's Paul's person, uh, Tracy, and um, Phoenix wanted to FaceTime with Phoenix's Paul's. I, I can't explain this. Sorry, my tongue, my mouth is not working right now. I guess I'm too concerned about traffic. So, uh, Tracy and Phoenix, if you don't know who they are, fine. I mean, you're new to the podcast, but it's great to have you here. Phoenix wanted to FaceTime with me because he was in a Transformer store and they were going to buy stuff for me. <gasps> That's cute. I love how much Phoenix loves you. I don't know if it's... I feel new. like you communicate with Phoenix more than you communicate I with I know. I love that. <laughs> Phoenix communicates with me, a.k.a., well, he is Bulbasaur Rocket on Facebook Messenger. That's a Pokemon thing? <laughs> yes, Bulbasaur is a Pokemon. Okay, so Tracy's like, Phoenix wants to FaceTime. Can you do it? And I'm like, uh, I'm at the gym, so no. But I was like, send pictures. So he's sending pictures, and I didn't know what to expect. I figured they were just in like, uh, maybe they... Maybe they were at a toy store, a flea market, an antique place, and he just ran across a big section of Transformers. I had no idea. So he just, they, Tracy sent me like eight pictures, and it was nothing but Transformers. Like, from shelf to shelf, wall to wall, and I said, where are you? Anybody want to take a guess where they are? Uh, Disney. Close. They're in Florida again. This time, they, there's a Transformer store because there's a Transformers ride at Universal. Universal. I was going to say Universal. Yeah. yeah. So they they live for Florida. They do. They Apparently. do. Apparently. Isn't this their second time this year? Like this third. year? I was going to say like second time in a in a month. I feel like they were just there. Kennedy, my brother's girlfriend, fiance Tracy, and her son Phoenix. They they are like hardcore Disney people. Um, mm. So they're down there again. And my, I don't know if my dad was joking or not. My dad still hasn't patched things up with Tracy calling her fat when she was. <laughs> so she's 30 weeks pregnant. Very. Uh, my, my dad says she's 30 weeks pregnant. And he, he says, I know that they have to go to 40 weeks and then the, the baby can is, is full term or however you phrase it. My dad said, if, he said he, he thinks if you give birth at Disney, they give you, like, free Disney tickets for life. Does that sound like a thing? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> but, I, but I'm sure Tracy will try to make it a thing because, like, why not? Well, and, and honestly, like, there's nobody more like Florida than um, Bunny Jen, too. She's in Florida now. Did you know that? I just saw her yesterday. She's, she's, always... in, she's in fucking Florida. 
son. Language. There's young adult. She's I'm not a kid. 18. She's a, she's not a kid. She's a young adult. I know. I know. I know. But in case like Kennedy wants to share this with other people at TSA and some freshman's parent hears it, we, we try to keep it kind of. I don't talk to people at school. You should. I mean, Thanks for the warning. I'm, I've got two days left. I checked out. Okay. Total senioritis. So if anybody is ever going to get like the golden ticket, which Cedar Point is, is doing, like free Cedar Point tickets for life for Disney, it's going to be Tracy at this point. And I mean, it's very likely, I don't know, but I was stunned to hear that they were back down there again because I swear they were just there like no long ago than March. So mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't think, think you could travel if you were in your third trimester. If anybody Ooh, wants to... Uh, maybe I'm crazy. I, I, no, I think, I think it depends on the person. The I think it's like case by case. So um, my brother has had like 30 vehicles. And I don't know if I ever told the story before, but he, when he first got going with buying and, and getting in and out of vehicles... Um, he would be like, well, dad, you know, this car gets better gas mileage, so I'm actually saving money. And around like the 15th time, like I stopped buying that. Um, you, you would think that like the car insurance people are actually paying Paul to insure his car. At this point, I think Disney is paying Tracy to come down as much as she does. Because <laughs> this is wild. I, I mean, Bethany, would you have been able to get on a plane and go do... Disney-ish things, or at least walk around the parks when you were 30 weeks pregnant? Okay, I have no room to talk because I did go to Ocean Isle Beach around that <laughs> yes, time you in did. my pregnancy. And I was boogie boarding, so I don't, I don't think I can speak on that. <laughs> don't you have to, don't you boogie board on your stomach? Yeah, but you can, you can improvise. Oh, your little baby yeah. was boogie boarding before, before birth. Yep. Yes, she was. Alex, thank you for asking the question. <laughs> You're welcome. Because I know what boogie boarding is, and um, yeah, that's um, <laughs> what I'm here for. It is. There's a lot to get to today, so sorry if we jump all over. It is Cedar Point's opening weekend. Kennedy, are you a Cedar Point person? Oh yeah. Okay. So, how do you know how many times in your life you've been, or give us favorite rides, or share a Cedar Point story with us? Mm, last time, maybe not the last time I went, but I have a friend, um, she's 20-something, 26, I think, or she just had a birthday. So when she was a teenager, she had cancer, and so she couldn't go to Cedar Point. And so last year, we decided, she was like, all right, let's do this. I haven't been in a really, really long time. Let's go to Cedar Point. So we went, and uh, it rained, like torrential downpour the whole day like the causeway was flooded it rained the whole day and then at, we got there like nine in the morning and then at 5 p.m the sun came out and all the rides opened again and we got to do everything awesome that's nice do you have a favorite ride or a ride that has gone away that you miss um my favorite ride is steel vengeance okay so do seniors still do the um Cedar Point after like graduation and prom because that was really popular for us where all the seniors and on different days like you would have your prom and then you would have your graduation and then you would go to Cedar Point that weekend. No, my class is so disorganized. <laughs> it's so hard to put anything together. Is Kennedy? Is that just because of COVID stuff or is that Bethany? Is that normal with TSA? It's probably normal. 
it's my <laughs> class in particular is so bad. Like, what you have to understand is that there's on the the majority of them are very talented artistically and have no organizational skills whatsoever. So it's our job to kind of teach them how to get organized before they graduate. And sometimes it happens and sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, I totally get that's that, that's why I, I love TSA. I love the events. I would totally fit in there because I'm big visions, dreams, ideas, zero attention to detail. Exactly. Um, that hurts me. Why does that hurt I, you? I didn't say everyone, Kennedy. Because I, I can do both. Oh, <laughs> good so for I you, just, girl. It's yeah. Thank you. And, it's so it's a struggle. And that's why you're getting getting to go to Transylvania University for less than other people are because you got grants and scholarships and all that stuff and you're talented. Mm-hmm. Alex, what? Cedar Point, favorite rides, memories, don't care for it? Um, I actually love Cedar Point, but I find it to be funny that as an adult, I'm like less willing to go because I'm more aware of how dangerous it is or like what could go wrong. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so I'm just like, man, I could pass on Cedar Point this year. But my favorite ride... Probably the last. Oh God, I don't even remember. I don't even know what it, the Maverick. I think it is. Yeah, that's a good one. So it's it's like it looks. It's a lot less like it's smaller and it's not as big as the major rides, but it like jerks you around in the best way possible. So it's just I thought it was fantastic. Isn't it? Didn't it close? No. Oh, I don't know. I don't think so. It's kind of. I mean, it's in the last like ten years new. Okay. Compared to some of the other ones, but. I don't know. I don't really have like major Cedar Point memories. I almost died once. How that's a that's a memory share, please. <laughs> I was in high school and I was on a um we were at the water park. I went with one of my girlfriends and her family and we were going down one of the big slides like where you get on the tube, but it was um it was the slide where you get on a tube with four people. So there's four people on each corner. So it was a big slide, like wide. And um, I, in high school, was very thin, contrary to how I am now. I think my prom dress was a zero, like a size zero. So I was really small. Girl, what? Yes. <laughs> I had no, I mean, when I graduated, it was either a zero or a two. I can't remember. It's in my closet. I'm sure I can go look. But um, I was just really tiny. And so I didn't weigh much. So the weight distribution on this, um, like on this uh, tube was not, was off. And so when we're going down the slide, we kind of hit this corner and the, the tube went up on the side. And it's meant to do that because in the slide, like they built it a little taller on the corners because they know people are going to be swaying back and forth. I literally, like we flew all the way up that side wall and my side of the tube lifted like over it. <laughs> and we were all the way at the top still. And I like cried. I thought I was going to go over. Like I thought I was going to go over because it was my side that went all the way up the top. And I almost fucking died. And so I'm not getting on that ever again. Sorry, language. Bethany, see, favorite rides at Cedar Point or anything like or memories? So I don't do rides at Cedar Point, but I worked at Cedar Point. Okay. Uh, the fall oh boy. of 2008. I was in the uh, <laughs> oh boy, haunted, the haunted medley, whatever our show was called. And uh, so, yeah, I had to, I was working, so I would leave early on Fridays and I would drive. And we had shows Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And then I would turn around and drive back home. 
and go to my nine to five. That's but fun. It, it was it was fun. The only thing that was crazy was like we the weekend when we were there doing the shows, we would stay in like the dorm apartment things that they have for like other employees. Are they as and bad was, as they look? It's <laughs> it's bad. Like it's it's worse than college dorms. It's basically like a tile floored room that has bunk beds. That's it. Um, and then so we would just like pack a suitcase or a backpack or whatever for the weekend and mm. it was communal showers. Oh and it's just like co ed because it's grown adults. Like it's just whatever. There's just a communal bathroom for that whoever. Sucks. And um, uh yeah, it was it was pretty crazy. But the the shows were the show was fun. I mean I enjoyed that. Everybody's- that place is making too much money for their their <laughs> living situations to look like that. I, it was crazy. It was it was crazy. Like we, there, you know, you'd like go to leave or whatever and go down the staircase. And I remember this one time I was either coming or going, and this poor little. I mean, I assume they were from an Asian country. They, <laughs> I don't know if they spoke English or not, but they were on this device. And mind you, this was two thousand eight, and they were on this device like a video talking with a loved one not in English and I was like oh my gosh like these people are probably like so far from home why are you working at Cedar Point for one and for two like I just I was like wow like this this is crazy there were there were a lot of like different nationalities and and people that were you know from other countries that worked at Cedar Point I think that's intentional yeah and I think I think Disney does that too yeah yeah Cedar Point isn't Disney, but it's certainly a a big amusement park chain, even maybe back then. So they do bring people from all over the world because you will meet so many other types. There's probably not a better place to learn English, I guess, with all the different people that you'll encounter who come to visit the parks. I mean, are you learning English or are you just learning America's rocking roller coaster? I think it's some sort of like schooling program, too. It's the same thing for if you've ever been on a cruise. Like cruises like Mm, only have... They only have um, staff from other countries and not just like your Asian countries, like there's European countries and they all speak their own languages. And then I think I asked them once, you know, how that worked. And it's like they live on the ship for a couple weeks at a time to Mm -hmm. help their families send money, you know, all that stuff. Everybody, hold on a second. I got to knock out a quick traffic report. Don't go anywhere. One accident cleared. That is the situation 475 southbound right after the trail. But we still have an accident with the left lane block and slow traffic 75 southbound right after Wales Road. That's your Cumulus Toledo right now traffic. You guys, have you ever found a whisker from one of your animals? In my cereal, I did. Okay. <laughs> There's a whisker on the couch. I'm just like, this isn't somebody's fur. This is a whisker. But I don't know. It's white, so it could be any one of them um i i mean i guess that stuff can fall out so it must I, just shed uh or it got pulled i mean your 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 dogs any well kitty doesn't get real wild right um yeah he does especially when we give him catnip but petey got the zoomies this morning during one of my zoom meetings so i had to like <laughs> I love oh double like, zoomies oh my god and he with a toy in his mouth so i had to like strong arm him while like still in plain view. I didn't want to look like an abuser, but um, yeah. let's uh, let me. 
So, Bethany, and I don't like using, like, low-key or hot, whatever you want to say. Bethany has quite the savage opinions in her. She is low-key, <laughs> quite opinionated. Like, I'm obviously opinionated. I never shy from I'm an opinion. But Bethany, on the other hand, <laughs> is extremely judgmental and always... Whoa, 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 whoa! Mental. What what would you call it? Opinionated? I'd, I'd call it one or the other. I I have my opinions, and <laughs> if I feel that we are close enough in our relationship and friendship that we can share those opinions, I will share my opinions. Wait, and all hold, I'm hold, doing is sharing my opinion to help you. Hold on, I'm not worried about me. I I can take an opinion from like a three foot seven person. I'm good. <laughs> It's, I'm just warning everybody else who knows you, just know that this woman is observing, opining, and probably judging, and who knows what she says to to Maddie about everybody out there in in Bethany land and and Gurkyville. And we'll go back to last night. Last night for, I I wasn't even that hungry, but it was a nice night, and um, Amanda and I went to Mr. G's, and I was... Here's my, my take on the situation. I was I felt panicked and anxious while I was waiting in line. And thankfully, it was a long line because I had no idea what to order. I didn't know how to order any of this stuff. So I went simple. It was delicious. There was arguably more Reese's peanut butter cups in this soft serve ice cream than there was ice cream, which was incredible. It was a fast-moving line. Uh, for what both Amanda and I got, it was like eight, eight bucks and some change and of all the places looking to hire, that's not one of them because everybody, it was fast. That line moved. Everybody in there looked to be enjoying what they were doing and working hard and it was filled with bodies. So whoever runs that place is a damn good employer. Now, Bethany's criticism of my trip to Mr. G's. Go ahead. My, I didn't have criticism. All I said was, I don't know how you could not have gone there yet. Like you said it was your first time there. Right. And I was like, how have you lived in Toledo that long and never been to Mr. G's? That's I, I'm not an ice cream person. I, <gasps> what? I first of all, I I, I if it's not chicken <laughs> or lettuce, he doesn't eat it. Right, 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 right. <laughs> lettuce. I, 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 <laughs> Kennedy, I I I am lactose sensitive or intolerant, so my pill that I took last night did work. It didn't upset my, my, the ice cream didn't upset my stomach. We won't talk about where I went after Amanda left, but um, it was delicious. And I, uh, Kennedy, I don't have a sweet tooth. I have a, I have carb cravings, not sweet, to, sweet tooths. I'd rather have like a plate of nachos or fries rather than ice cream. Why don't you just have and both? if you were me, you would have both. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> um, and apparently there you can, and they have nachos and hot dogs, which I don't want, but I, it was, it was far more extensive than I expected. I, I, I didn't know what to expect. Maybe just like a hole-in-the-wall ice cream place. But it was a very impressive enterprise they have there on uh, McCord and what road? Beth Hill? Hill. Yeah. Yep. And Amanda was a pro. So I turned. I went the way that I, I thought I should go. She's like, ooh, you should have taken Holland, Sylvania because it's easier to get in the drive through that way. And I was like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Savant. Yep. Um, Beth well, needs- because the drive through line goes travels downhill. Right. So you need to take Pennsylvania so that you can turn right or left onto Hill and then pull into the drive-through line. Luckily, um, I did not have to get creative with pulling into the lot because there it wasn't. It was busy, but not that busy. And I, 
I didn't have to do any U-turns on Hill or anything like that. Um, but the next criticism, and I will rewind to last Saturday night. And Bethany, we would like to hear your thoughts on on the social gathering last <laughs> week. But I, I will. I'll repeat Bethany's words. Is this your silverware drawer? <laughs> okay, let me take the picture for our lovely listeners to the podcast. Eric's kitchen is what I would like to call minimalistic at best. Are you looking for a cup? Don't look in the cupboard because it's probably not there. And I open a drawer that I assume would be a silverware drawer. It's where a silver drawer, silverware drawer would live. And I find a silverware drawer or what I think is a silverware drawer, but it doesn't just have a couple. And when I mean a couple, I mean two or three loose forks, maybe a <laughs> knife and a spoon along with, I don't even know what was in there. A, a box blade, a, a lighter, some dollar bills, some loose dollar bills. <laughs> I think there was like candle wax. I don't know what all was living in the drawer, but it doesn't belong with silverware that you're going to be putting in your mouth. And so, yes, when I found that, I go, is this your silverware drawer? Because I wasn't sure if maybe there was another organized silverware drawer somewhere else. And I just happened upon a random drawer but no, that that was his silverware drawer. Don't forget, <gasps> don't forget that it was also I, at least the one where you said, "Is this your silverware drawer?" Uh, that one was filled with bottle caps. The other drawer is the that, that you too. you might be talking about is the junk drawer, which I know where every and we all have a junk drawer. But I don't need a lot of silverware. It's just I me. opened both and they looked identical, <laughs> other than the fact that there were a few miscellaneous silverwares. In one of them, I think it's silverwares. Like I think it's a guy thing. I mean, I had a silver, I had a dedicated silverware drawer, and then I had a drawer for like my cooking utensils. And then Thomas moved in, and they all started to combine. And now the drawer holds silverware and cooking utensils. So good luck no, trying no. to open it because you'll it'll probably get stuck on something. You'll pull it out, and the spatula will be stuck, and you can't get the drawer open. That's what it's like. I've just given up. I've just relinquished control. It is what it is. Like, I don't even think you're required to have, like, one of those organizers. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, as long as right. you have a clean drawer where you put, you know, your clean silverware, that's all I ask. But it right. was just strange to me that there were other random things, paraphernalia, dollar bills that were <laughs> in the same drawer as silverware. That was my concern. Oh, just for your health and safety. You're, okay. All right. You know what? Hold on. Let me... Uh, Alex, how do I load the rifle here? What's it? Give me a gun term. Let <laughs> you me, need to... Let me put the, <laughs> the mortar in the shell here. All right. So, Miss Three Foot Two, and yes, she just got shorter, <laughs> was so drunk, she's confusing the drawers. There is one... I'm not confusing the drawers. There is... Hold on. The tall people are talking. There... <laughs> 
There, there is one drawer. I'm not coming over with my weenies anymore. There is one drawer that is the junk drawer, and that's where the dollar bills. And there's a pencil sharpener in there. There is like some uh, some ointment. There's a flashlight. Like it's got everything. There's quarters in there from you know the Civil War. That that's everything. Um, the other drawer where she pejoratively remarked, "Is this the silverware drawer?" Um, does have silverware, and the only other thing in there is maybe a couple of pens and bottle caps. There are no dollar bills, but she was so drunk off these delicious lavender lemon drop martinis <laughs> that Juliana was kind enough to muddle for us. She couldn't figure out which drawer was which. It's amazing she could even sir, get home. Sir, I had two drinks. Well, when you're two, two. foot four, two drinks will put you over the edge. Oh, my God. You were living. I enjoyed it. Um, I missed the whole silverware drawer moment, so I didn't even notice. I I heard the complaints about no you not having a trash can. <laughs> oh my gosh! That and then, ladies and, and gentlemen, ladies and then and then Matt was looking for tools so that he could tighten the screws on some of the some of the stools in your house. Oh my <laughs> goodness! <laughs> Eric, you have judgmental friends. We they all enjoyed themselves though, but <laughs> your house was being picked apart. Wait. <laughs> Wait, I have to get this out because our listeners need to know. I'm painting another picture. So we walk in, right? And I'm like, I'm, I bring my weenies in this nice glass dish, and then there, people are making drinks or attempting to make drinks, and I get like. I don't know if it was a nap. Well, I tried to find a napkin. I think it was hard to find a napkin. Whatever. I had something that I then needed to throw away. And my question was, where do you keep your trash can? And he says, oh, it's on the counter. <gasps> it was a plastic Kroger bag <laughs> that was on his kitchen counter. And that was <laughs> And he was about to have 10 to 12 people in his home. And that was the garbage can. And now I understand that you have two dogs that are scavengers and beagles and have beagle noses that are going to get into a garbage. But you have a tall pantry and a cupboard underneath the sink that you could put a average size garbage can that people could use to throw things away. <laughs> Not a Kroger plastic bag on the counter. I realize that you have a hard time with size being as small <laughs> as you are. Underneath the sink is too small for a trash can. I, I, the, the, the Kroger bag. It would be bigger than a Kroger bag. Not, Thank you. Uh, Kennedy, under the sink, not by much. Also, there could be a trash bag or something in the cupboard, but that's where the boys' food has to go. Which, by the way, I have to barricade anyway because the little asshole can open those things up. There is no <laughs> place to put a trash can that is safe from Andre in my home other than a bag on the counter or in the garage, which is where I take the bags when they mostly fill up. So I imagine like you, okay, Bethany, you may know this. Do you remember when Rachel Ray came out with the garbage, like the garbage bowl? This bitch literally yes. like profits yeah. off of selling a plastic, a big plastic Tupperware bowl that when you're cooking, you toss all your garbage in, all like the vegetable parts that you didn't want to use and shavings. So then you take that pla that point. bowl and point. then 
and then and then you put it in the trash. That is Eric's um, garbage, his uh, Kroger bag on the counter. He fills it with right. trash and then empties it and walks it to the trash b- bins in his garage. I'm sure. So that's what I, I imagine it was. <laughs> Did you know that was a thing, Eric? No. So you should just commend me for not giving her empire any more money. I and- mean, stupid. It was stupid. Go ahead. Good. Good for you, Bethany. I use a garbage bowl because when I'm cutting up my stuff and you got like the ends or like like a Rachel parts, Ray gotta, garbage bowl, not like an actual one, but I use oh, yeah. a bowl to put my discarded pieces of cut vegetables and fruit in. So I used a so the bag. idea of it makes sense. <laughs> I literally use a plastic bag on the counter. Uh, what about a garbage disposal, Bethany? Well, not everyone in their house has a garbage disposal. You don't have one? I do. I do have a garbage disposal. Okay. So, do you have any other criticisms about Saturday night? Other than that, it was lovely. Okay. The parts that you remember. Right. (laughs) And I was so proud. The music was nice and loud and voluptuous because of the sound bar. Time out. I remembered another criticism. Um, let me uh, let me do my Bethany voice. Don't you have anything else besides the weekend? Uh, <laughs> that that did not originate with me. I merely passed it along. It certainly wasn't me. I love the weekend. You had the weekend. It they were playing all the good tunes. So someone was... else noticed that it was just the weekend album. That was and then I I suggested DMX. May he rest in peace. And we took care of that. Yes, we did. Um, Kennedy, um, are you are you vaccinated? Where are you with vaccinations and, and situations like that? I'm waiting to get my second one. Okay. What did you, I'm in one? limbo. Why are you in limbo? Because I have to wait a certain amount of time before I can get the second oh, one. Yeah. Uh, which one did you get? Pfizer. How'd you feel after the first dose? Fine. Okay. Uh, when's your second one? Um, it was supposed to be March 24th, but I'm going to be out of town, so the week after that. First week of June. Um, and we'll have to have Maj check in on this, but I think that that's totally fine. I think as long as you don't go, actually, I think you can go with just one dose. The protection from the, from the virus, though, is a lot less, but all right, good to know, good to know. This is a very, this is a, we're not anti-vaxxers, we're pro-vaxxers here, um, and Alex, I don't know if I told you this on the phone yesterday. So for those that don't know, I mean, I think everybody knows by now. Five people will be picked to, to uh, who are on the Ohio voter registration to win a million dollars if you're vaccinated. We don't know how they're checking otherwise because I literally wrote my name on my card for the HR people here at work. Because <laughs> nobody at the clinic did. Totally fine. I mean, th- this is much looser than... Voting, which is probably going to make people happy. Um, you can also, win a, if you're 12 to 17, win a scholarship to any of the state schools if you're selected as well. So it's not bribery. It's incentivizing. Um, I, I, we, can, we can play word gymnastics with all that stuff. I have no problem with it. We, I said since Monday, fine, offer free beer. It takes one person. Alex, Th- Thomas got vaccinated or he's going to because of this, right? Yes, he is. Yes. Um, I, listen, if it brings them to the table to get vaccinated, I'm okay with it. We have some people here at work, and uh, they she got vaccinated in Ohio. She lives in Michigan. So when I win my million dollars, because I think 
I, I think I've done good work um, and responsible work since the outset of the pandemic. I didn't, I, I wasn't, um, I was just trying to be informative and helpful and, and a responsible broadcaster for the last 14 or 15 months. So I think wink, wink, nudge, nudge, my legal name should be chosen for that million dollars. <laughs> and uh, and when I win it, I'm going to go up Secor, stand on the Ohio side of the border and wave my million dollars um, to all the Michigan people. <laughs> You asshole. <laughs> the visual of that is pretty funny. That's me. Uh, Bethany, were you surprised at all the developments that really give us most of our life back um, moving forward the other the last couple of days? I, I mean, I was expecting it. I just, I hope that, I, I think, yeah, I think we'll be okay. I mean, I'm, I'm vaxxed. My family's vaxxed. So I'm like. Let's do it. Let's get out there. I just hope that people who haven't done that don't have to find out the hard way that they should have. Um, that's who's but it, that's kind of, that's on them. So. That's 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 who's at risk now. Like all the people, and those are the people who last year said, "I am free to make my own decisions. You can't tell me what to do." You know, life is about risks, and it's always a little dumb accent like that. But life is about risks. Well, guess what? You not being vaccinated is now a risk. Um, you, if you listen to this podcast, tell people about... Uh, Bethany, how long was your dad in the hospital for? Uh, almost two months. Okay. Almost... De- clo- it was close to death. Um, was dealing with long COVID. There's a guy... There was a story in The Blade today by my friend Caitlin. Uh, he is a uh, chef. He worked at Bar 145 for a long time and helped create a lot of their burgers. 25 years old, got COVID on, May, on April 11th from a new place that he works at where other people got sick. For his 25th birthday, he was sedated so that they could keep him alive. Um, This is still not a joke, but to Bethany's point, and even when there were some criticisms of, like, how fast a lot of this unfolded in the last couple of days, us vaccinated people, we're okay. You want to, if, you know, if if somebody has the vaccine and breathes in our face, we might get it, but we're likely to be okay. We're we're definitely not going to die or need to be hospitalized. Somebody with the va- with the virus breathes on you and you're not vaccinated, could be sayonara time. So you're right, life is about risks. Enjoy it. Yeah, well. I mean, I, I'm I'm excited for I'm excited to have a summer. I'm excited to do things and activities, um, especially with my kid. Uh, so I, I am excited about that. I think I, at least for the foreseeable future, will continue to have a mask on me and just stay away from crowds in general because I've always kind of been that way but um I mean I think I'm still gonna take precautions just because I I don't even I don't even want to get it with the vaccine to, to find out but um but yeah I'm, I'm excited that we're gonna have a summer and there's gonna be things to do and uh, I can feel kind of pre-pandemic time so. You brought up a, a very interesting point, which I haven't seen anybody brought, bring up yet. Um, you have to still be very concerned. Um, obviously, we don't know if we're still going to be safe, even as we're vaccinated six months, nine months out. This is all still new, but I think everyone in charge wanted to give us our life and our summer back to enjoy that. Because um, for the most part, people have been responsible. But we don't know about that, and we also don't know about any kind of variants and mutations. So there is still, there should still be some hesitation. But for the time yeah. being, it's safe. What do you do about uh, What do you do about Maddie though? Because she can't get vaccinated. Right. Well, and that's the thing. Like, I'm I'm not going to be, you know, taking her to a concert and putting her in the mosh pit. I'm not going to. 
You shouldn't be doing that large... anyway. <laughs> I'm not going to be having her around large groups of people, but, uh, you know, outdoor activities, maybe walking around the zoo or a festival or something like that, that, you know, we're outdoors and, and can kind of stay away. I'm, I'm all about it. But, yeah, I mean, I, I have a little kid that could still get sick because she can't get vaccinated yet, so... So do we think that this is going to change? I'm curious what this will change as far as summer events that have already been planned with and COVID centric. Now that like as of like June 1st, most places can operate at full capacity. And now like you don't have to have your mask indoors and you don't have to have your mask outdoors. And I think they even said in large before they said, while you're in large crowds, you should still be masked. Now they're saying you don't have to be masked even in large crowds. So like, do you think I'm thinking pride prides in August. Do it's you not, think this it, will change up, change I, things up for Lexi? I can answer that for you. I spoke to her last night. She said they might release more tickets. Um, for the one night, but she's like, we're going to err on the side of caution because again, you're four, that's several months away. Variants, uh, the efficacy right. and protection of the vaccine fades. Right. So boosters. Yeah. Right now, the four of us, well, three and a half of us, Kennedy with her one shot are super, we're as safe as we're going to be, <laughs> but the farther we move away from that shot. Yeah. Do we need boosters? How are these variants acting? And you know, they're still, we're safe right now, and you can go back to doing whatever the hell you were doing, basically, um, as Alex mentioned. But as the days come off the calendar, we might be back in a hairy situation through no doing of our own, just simply because the, the thing is mutating and people aren't getting vaccinated. But right now, um, in the very near future in front of our face, I, I'm shocked at I'm really shocked and surprised how quickly things have turned to where we're going over the last couple of days. Things are getting a little like interesting as well, because now that all of this is coming out, I'm seeing so many conversations of people like, well, I'm still going to wear my mask because like, I don't know about you people. And I just feel more comfortable if I wear my mask. And I understand you won't know who's masked, you know, who's vaccinated and who's not vaccinated. Like there is no clear understanding about how that's going to happen or if it would even happen where I'm on a different end of the. I guess argument here and I'm just like no like I'm gonna take my mask off and start to get back to some normalcy for myself um, will while still keeping in mind that things could always change and following the science but you know I was talking with someone and they're like no no I'm just gonna keep my mask on and I said again don't know if this is a fact or not but I got really sick like really you guys know this I got really sick and over something that I would not have gotten sick or just a normal cold. And I think, you know what I mean? Because I've been isolated and masked for so long. Like my body needs to get used to the scum that is the the U.S., you know, so that yeah. I can start to fight those things again. Because like going without it for over a year really took me out of the game when I just got a simple germ that my body couldn't fight off. Remember, we wear the masks to protect other people. So... Also, I believe if we, the three and a half of us, got COVID, I believe the vaccine, the vaccines keep us from spreading it to other people. So that's why that's why you can really take the mask off um, and wearing it is unnecessary unless you are really unless you know you have it and you're being very safe or yeah. like I hope we do moving forward like Asian cultures. If if you sound like Alex did over a couple of weeks ago, put a mask on <laughs> so you're not spreading your germs getting other people sick. The best, 
Because I, they, they, just like you have to wear pants places, um, some places, even though the, the restrictions are gone now, they still might require you to wear a mask. And a, and a good example of that might be, Bethany, what's the talk been at school? Um, I mean, we, we haven't lifted any, any masks things yet. Um, and I wouldn't imagine that anything would change since the end of the year is so close. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I, I would love it if, if next year they didn't have to come to school with masks. Um, well, but I don't, I don't know how that will work. It's probably too far off to make that call right now. And I would say if the calendar right. was pulled back a month, um, I, I'd be curious if they would drop the mask mandate and my guess, or if, if I were in charge and I were running a school or a business, I would wait just a little bit um, and ask people to still wear masks and then maybe slowly pull back on that, seeing where we went. Just, to, I mean, th- there's nothing wrong with it. You're wearing it now. You've worn it for the last 14 months. You can wear it for another, you know, 10 days or so as we see how things are. Well, and that's how I feel. Like, I, I usually at least once a year around the change of the seasons but sometimes twice would get like a really bad sinus infection or something like that and mind you I wasn't going anywhere but I knock on wood didn't get that normal sickness last year and I was like well if I can keep wearing a mask and prevent that that's fantastic I'll wear a mask I don't care it doesn't bother me that much um so I'm I'm different from Alex in that way but uh yeah I don't I don't know Kennedy, I don't know what'll happen with school as things are changing what are you what, what did you miss doing that you're looking forward to doing or a place that you might want to go over the summer even though I know you're getting ready for school what what with some of the changes are you looking forward to well I was supposed to go to Spain and I had to cancel oh. it and now all of these things are coming out and I'm like what the heck <laughs> uh, so that's a little frustrating but I am going to be traveling a lot this summer like five weeks straight like different places and like you. I have church camps and like I know um the leader's on the board for church camp have been talking about like what like even before this last week like what that was going to look like and if students were going to have to sleep with masks on and things like that and I was like I surely hope not but um (laughs) so hopefully they uh if if they do have us to wear masks hopefully it's not like as intense as it would have been I think the rigid protocols if any are still in place are going to go away um, but the, the, the timing of all this was just amazing. And then that'll take us to our, our, like, there were three big stories this week, at least to me with what the CDC said. It's like mask off. Somebody put the future song on like that future song is going to get played a million times, um, this weekend. So masks off. It, it's funny. They mentioned like public transportation. Cause we all know public transportation can, can be kind of nasty and, and some other big public places. Um, that, the million dollars with uh, with the DeWine dollars, or I saw somebody call it the shottery. And then the other thing, which has been happening around the country, and I've, I've said this over the last week, I'm like, you people better be looking at these jobs, because guess what? It's going to be a rat race. It's going to be a fight. It's going to be a moral combat kind of battle to get some of these 
highly generous paying jobs once the extended uh, unemployment benefits end. And lo and behold, Ohio became the latest state to pull back or they're not going to accept any more of the extra federal money, which means $300 less for everybody getting that beginning. So you have more, about five or six more weeks to get it. At the end of June, it'll go away. So, I mean, these are a lot of developments this week, and I, I hope that people are going to take up these jobs that are offering these generous wages because you know what? By the time you're ready to take it, it might be gone. That's very true. I mean, this it's just, it's interesting. I'm happy that all of these things are, I, I, like, I'm really happy that we can get back to normal. Like you, we were talking about the other day, it's really exciting. When all these announcements were coming out, it just, the day was just, it just felt like a good day. You know, the sun was shining, the weather was nice, and here we get to find out that we get to go back to some sort of normalcy should, you know, should businesses choose because you still have the right to do that. So it's, it was really exciting. I do still feel like feel uneasy about the million dollar thing. I'm very grateful for it. Like, especially if I have an opportunity to come up on some money, but like, if you look, you know me, Eric, like I will always pull out some of the like sketchier ways in which somebody's going about something. If a large percentage of your unvaccinated population are low um, income folks, poverty, you know, people in poverty, and then like black people or people of color, and you're dangling money in their face, you know, like, that's what it feels like. I know that's not the intention. It just makes me uneasy. You know, the good thing, though, is the people who are against vaccinations, it goes across the spectrum of demographics, uh, demographics and ethnicities. I don't know about. Okay. Yes. All right. Yep. I'm going to I'm going to leave it at that. You're it does. I do th- think that there's some common denominators, but <laughs> like I'm not going to say it out loud. We can talk about it off the podcast. All right. Sit tight. I got to do another uh, traffic report and we'll come back to this stuff. Bethany, you have to go. Um, I just got to go in and pick up my kids. So I'll be back in like a couple minutes. OK. Kay. Bye. Earlier accidents are all clear, so you should have no problem on your Friday afternoon commute. If you're seeing something weird, not let us know. That is your Cumulus Toledo right now traffic. Uh, the the interesting thing is, uh, there's, I mean, there, it, it was expected there was going to be criticism of oh, yeah. da- dangling the million dollars. Um, yeah. <laughs> Alex, I showed you one today. Somebody said, well, I can't get vaccinated. And, and you asked why. And I, I guess there are some people who can't for whatever reason. And uh, I'm sorry, but I know we all, the, this crew wants equality and inequality to go away and justice, right. but not everybody on the planet was meant to be completely equal. That's kind of what makes us human beings. So I mean, not necessarily meant to be, but just it's just not going to happen. Right. You know? Um, so. There was another, people are saying, give that money to blankety blank. And it's funny, the, the people that keep saying or picking places to give that money... Those employers should do that. Hey, give more money to the frontline workers or give that money to the frontline. By the way, this is coming from federal dollar, federal aid. So, so the federal government is supplying this money. So it's not our state tax dollars. It's probably just our federal tax dollars. So we're just paying ourselves in some way, probably. But people are like, give it to the frontline workers. No. <laughs> the, <laughs> no. 
businesses should be paying the frontline workers. And if the frontline workers don't work it, don't like it, they can leave because there are plenty of jobs that are seemingly offering lots of money right now. I mean, I got a pretty, like we talked about this last year, like as a frontline worker, I got a pretty like hefty bonus, you know. (laughs) The hospitals, give it to the nurses. No, the hospitals should be giving the nurses bonuses. Those are well, those are well endowed private or and nonprofit uh, employers. They can pay their employees if they care about them and want to stick them around. It's funny. I don't know if the pandemic was a reckoning or causing it, but I can't. I think maybe one of the big talking points of history, aside of the medical medical aspect of this, is. Um, when we look back on this in five or 10, 25 years, a hundred years, I wonder if this is another workers movement. And while this will prop unions will likely never dominate um, industry ever again in mass, how people have sat home, at least now they're more educated that I don't have to work here because it sucks. There are other opportunities. So it might've pulled some inequality away from that. And, and taking reasonable people away from jobs that treated them like shit. They just didn't know it. True. True. I mean, definitely it'll, it'll be the next couple of weeks are really going to be interesting, especially since folks are going to have to start looking for jobs again. And then, you know, by the end of June, that extra money's not going to be there. So everything is going back to normal. So unemployment's going to be unattractive again, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, I've been saying it for weeks. Take that 16 bucks now, because guess what? It might be 14 or 13 or not. Or you might not be able to get that job because everybody's going to jump back in that pool real soon. Yeah. And, you know, we 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 were not like judgmental to those folks that remained on unemployment. Like, I get it. If you have opportunities to enjoy life a little bit more because you're making a little more money or spend more time with your kids because you're not essentially working to live, um, then like go for it but at, we knew at some point this was going to happen so hey kennedy yes um let's continue the theme of uh transylvania do you believe in ghosts <laughs> uh i believe in the holy ghost oh ah. so, so not okay well okay so so no so you, hold on a no second. wait a second all right let, let's pick this apart so uh, oh boy uh, Alex, by the way, Kennedy is part of a like a church group and is. I noticed. So, yeah, I heard. Um, so you believe in the Holy Ghost, but not so a guy was crucified, buried, and came back from the dead. <laughs> but ghosts of the Oliver House are not a thing, right? I don't know. <laughs> okay. All right. I just, I don't like to think about it's it. It's a just... complex subject, Eric. I know, I know, I know, I know. Um, well, I, I figured that would just be a reasonable place to start. So there's a, <laughs> the Collingwood Art Center has done some really cool uh, ghost hunting tours every Halloween. I don't think they did them last year. Lexi hooked me up with them. Um, they're a blast, and I think the place is probably haunted. If not, it's super creepy when you're in, in there in the dark with a flashlight. That place mm-hmm. is 100% haunted. Yes. Oh, <laughs> I find it creepy. Did you get Maddie back? Did you get Maddie? Yep, I'm back. Okay. What's up, girl? Um, so the guy's name is Chris Boris, B-O-R-E-S, who was doing all these ghost hunting tours there for a long, long time. Today, there was an article in The Blade about him. And he said, I, I don't have the, the article in front of me, but basically he said he found a ghost in the Oliver house that takes commands. And I'm like, like, uh-uh. a, like a dog? <laughs> apparently, yes. And he's got it on 
Uh, on tape, he's got a YouTube channel, The Ghost Doctor. In fact, I do want to pull this up now because he has given himself a name. Um, ba -ba -ba -ba. When you ask a spirit to manifest, it takes a lot out of them. There are a certain set of requirements that have to be met for in order to break into our world. Like, hardcore ghost hunter here. He also has said now that the Oliver House is his is far more haunted haunted than Collingwood Arts Center. And I totally believe that because I've heard all the stories about um, the Oliver House. The Oliver House does haunted tours, too. Yep. Yep. So yeah. it's like mm -hmm. he's... This is like going from... I need a sports reference. This... Damn. This... Okay, Paul. I'll use... This is like going from being a Democrat to being a Republican. Like, he is... Going from Collingwood Art Center to the Oliver House. He also calls himself, I had to label myself a ghost behaviorist, and I am the world's first. I created this moniker because what I do goes far beyond what a ghost hunter does. I study the behavior and uh, behavior patterns of spirits, and I do this by applying psych psychology, sociology, ancient texts, which all help me to get some of the longest interactions with spirits you've ever seen. He's a ghost behaviorist. I, a, you know who would make this would make them go absolutely berserk? My husband, because too. he is absolutely he thinks ghost hunters mediums all of that is complete baloney malarkey oh won't have anything to do with it like he will not have anything to do with it and i think it's so funny because like i don't have any proof that those things are real or not i would like to believe that they are real like i would like to think that people can you know come to you and give you messages and all this that kind of stuff he wants nothing to do with it and it's so it's so funny so I like I Thomas loves it. He finds all those things fascinating. I tend to stay away from it. Eric, if you ask me to go to a haunted house, I will like as in like during Halloween, I will go like the ones that people actually make and then dress up and look all funny. I will go to that. I come from a religious background. I do believe in like you know, I'm a believer of God and Jesus Christ. And I just, for some reason, but listen, I'm a full blown sinner, a big fat one. And I admit that, but I just will not expose myself to things like that. So I probably wouldn't go on a ghost tour and I would not want to be involved with like communicating or, you know, I, I like will listen about it and I can watch a documentary or hear what somebody is talking about, but like participating in it, I probably would draw a hard line. It's just, it's always been one of those things where I just was really uncomfortable with because I, I was always taught like that exposes you, like your body right, and your physical being to other things. And so I was like, I'll pass. Cause I do believe them. I think it's all real. You know what I mean? I love the, uh, the first sentence of the story. Chris Boris recently stumbled across the Holy grail of paranormal activity at the Oliver House, a ghost manifesting on command. So, oh. um, he, he needs to go to the Manor House. Is that or, uh, in, in not, no, no, not man, um, um, Mansion View, the one on Collingwood. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do not. Oh, I've heard man, of that one. Mansion View. I think Mansion View is what I'm talking about. Um, but I, my friend John, used to live there and run the place, and he has the most amazing photos 
of like ghost things. Like there are very plainly a there's a photo of a pair of women's Victorian shoes on like the steps on one of the sets of stairs that were not there. But they showed up in the picture. Nope. And like just like crazy stuff that he like stories that he has and like photos that he has and all this stuff about about that place. Like he he needs to go there next because I'm sure, you know, if if whatever, whether it's real or not, I don't know, but I'm sure he would have a heyday at that place. And I, I don't know who owns it now. Um, and I, I don't even know if it's open or running. Like it used to be like a bed and breakfast or you could rent it out for things. Like, I think we had a prom there one year. Um, but yeah, that, that, there's plenty of places in downtown, especially that, that are haunted, like Ohio theater have at it. I'm sure there's, I'm sure that place is haunted too. Last, uh, last thing with this, I'll read the last sentence or paragraph in the story. I used to think the Collingwood Art Center was the most haunted building in Toledo, and by far, it's the Oliver House. At Collingwood, it took me a few tries to get interaction because the spirits had to warm up to me. Ugh. As soon as I walked into the door at the Oliver House, paranormal activity started to make itself known. Uh-oh. Um, on that note, uh, next, we- uh, next week, we're, uh, we're going to uh, a haunted attraction, not yep. a haunted house, to uh, halfway to Halloween at the Haunted Hydro. Um, I think I told everybody we're going to be out there at like seven o'clock, right? So it's like an hour ride. I think I said Lord that. help me. Which day uh, is that? Fri- Friday night. Friday night. Okay. Oh, so I didn't know the y'all. time, but um, seven o'clock is perfect, actually. Actually, I need to change that. <laughs> oh God! Five um, o'clock? No, 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 no! I actually need to make it later because oh I, great! I was oh Thomas and his pooping. <laughs> then it's going to be dark. That's the thing. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. the point. <laughs> Oh, I was so excited. I was like, oh my gosh, you're going to be there. It's still going to be light out. This is going to be great. Yeah, no, girl. I, I looked over last night. And I'm like, it's 830. It ain't dark. Why are we going to the haunted house at 7 o'clock? So I would, I told them that we'll probably be there between like 730 and 8. Yeah, that'll work. Yeah, that it'll be more likely for Thomas to be able to go than the later that it is. And you know, he lives for stuff like that. If it scares me, he wants to do it. Bethany Kennedy will be coming. Well, she'll be meeting. I'm going to give her some tickets as well. Whether Kennedy wants to go Friday or Saturday is up to her. Well, graduation Saturday, so yay! yay. How is that? <laughs> how's graduation going down? Uh, it's at the Huntington Center, and we each got eight tickets. Oh, and wow. I heard a lot of schools were only allowed to get like two or four, so I was really mm. appreciative of that. We also have a small graduating class. So Congratulations. Thank you. So um, exciting. And, well, I'm curious to find out, and you should probably be getting some instruction soon, and based on what we've discussed here, they're probably going to say you still have to wear a mask, but I wouldn't be surprised if they were like, you do not have to wear a mask. Um, no, TSA. We didn't go back <laughs> to school until almost April. Like, we're going to have to wear masks. Bethany? I'm nope. guessing they're going to be wearing masks. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, last thing. So yesterday I had, uh, the again, the, the author Ted Long on the podcast, and he wrote a book um, called 100 Things, to, 100 Things in Toledo You Have to Do Before You Die. Now, if you're on death's doorstep, I, I'm sorry. This is not for you. Um, he, he told me that he got up to 160, and then he had to pare the list down. So... 
This is not quite the five second rule, but I just wanted to see how many we could get to amongst the four of us before we slow down and, and, and lose it. Because like he said, he knocked this out pretty quickly. Okay. So we'll Wait, go, what are we counting? We're, we're going to go around and we're going to pick out things that, you know, we love to do in Toledo. Go for it. Okay. Bethany, like are you there? How, like how specific? I mean, like if, specific events or can we just say like going you, to the Toledo Zoo? If, if you were writing this book for others, um, all right, like are you saying like the gaff, like that, that, you, that would be on your list? Right, right. Okay. Um, yeah, I think that's totally fair to, to put on there. Okay. I mean, because okay. as long as you're not going to die for like plenty of time, you can schedule getting to the gaff one summer. Okay. But like if you're on, like if you're not going to make it to August. Okay. Yeah, we got it. Um, so we'll start with, we'll go with Kennedy and then Bethany and then Alex and then me. How about that? Deal. Okay. Ke- Kennedy, something you love to do in Toledo or the general area. Coffee shops. Give me a specific one, like a must-go-to. Sip. Okay. Bethany? McQueen's Apple Orchard. Actually, you can make it two because you should just go in general and get their donuts, but you also need to go to the Apple Butter Festival. All right. We'll do two. Alex? I. This is very specific. I always enjoy a good summer night when I get drunk or halfway drunk. And there's fireworks after the Mud Hens game where the, in Hensville. So you can stand in the street and watch the fireworks drunk. That's nice. All right. I'm also including a Mud Hens game with that, okay? Okay. <laughs> um, I will go visit a Mancy's. Ooh. Mm. I'm Mancy's going tomorrow. <laughs> What's tomorrow's it? my first time going to a Mancy's Steakhouse. Really? Hold on. I've lived here my entire life. Hold and on. I've never been to Mancy's. Hold on. The I original got, one. I got this. You've never been to Mancy's? Mm. <laughs> no, I've never been to a Mancy's. Is it a I've special been to occasion? I've Mancy's, but I've never been to the original Mancy's Steakhouse. That's right. where Thomas and I met. <gasps> oh, I know. It's right. special. Um, back to Kennedy. Uh, something that you'd love to do in Toledo or the general area? Uh, home slice pizza. Mmm. Yes. Bethany, mm. Bethany. Tony Paco's hot dog. Alex. Um, the Metro Parks. Um, I will say a game at the Glass Bowl, a midweek game at the Glass Bowl. Mm. Okay. K- Kennedy. The Downtown Library. Main Branch. Okay. Um, Bethany. A show with the Valentine. Alex. A mental health event. Those are everywhere. I mean, but Toledo, <laughs> we have a really good, like, really progressive mental health services. So, so any kind of so event that can bring us all together, it's really nice. I get, what's a marquee mental health event? Uh, well, shit, I don't know. Like the NAMI walk? Is NAMI a national thing? I mean, it's not a marquee thing for me, though. Oh. But, yeah, you can say the Nami walk. Sure, don't tell Robin. <laughs> uh, I'll say the Coleman race then. <laughs> Kennedy? When it's like 82 degrees on like a Thursday night and you go to the docks and get dinner. Mm. Visit the docks. Yes. Good one. Uh, Bethany? 
I'm gonna say uh, Centennial Quarry. Good one. Never been there. Alex. Never been. Toledo Pride. The yes. par- the parade. Uh, no, for me the like the night. Um, like Saturday night. A BG hockey game. Random. Specific. They have they have a very good hockey program. I'm trying to go with the overlooked ones. Um, Kennedy, back to you. Uh, TSA event. Which one? Give me the which uh, one? kaleidoscope. Yep. Beth, Bethany, do you approve? Yep, I okay. approve. Bethany, you're up. Oh gosh, um, black kite. Alex. God, this is difficult as we move on. Move <laughs> he got forward. 160 like without even trying. Really? Yeah. There's some big ones still out there. Um, does it have to be an event or just something about Toledo that we just love? Something about Toledo, like something that you can do. Like he had a great idea. He's like, I, I would like people to stick this in their glove box on, and on a boring day, go to the car, open it up, pick a page and go do it. The Toledo police ice cream truck going to that. Or getting ice cream from the truck. You're not getting into the ethos of this very well. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm no. sorry. I got another one. Um, I mean, if we would have stuck it at three, I think I would have been okay. <laughs> but <laughs> all right, so so Alex is Alex is out, but you're not a native here, so that's totally fine. Uh, back to you. Uh, wait, I have to do one. Um, the art museum, Kennedy. I'm biased because I work there, but Lyle's Crepes, the food truck. <gasps> you do? Oh, my God. I do. Oh, I love a good savory oh. crepe. Oh, my God. Hey, Lyle's Crepes is going to be at uh, Toledo Spirits next week for the Yappy Hour. Oh, there's a Yappy oh, Hour next week? So yeah. and there, So, yeah, I'm going to go out. I plan to go out there. Hmm. Um, okay. Bethany, you're up. Uh, bike the UT Trail. Uh, I will say, Alex, just hop in whenever you have one, but I will say, uh, getting drunk at Putin Bay. Ooh. Kennedy. Obviously. The murals downtown. Bethany. Walla game. Uh, I will say the tunnels downtown, which are getting murals. Ooh. Uh, Kennedy. Uh, kayaking down the mommy. That's a good one. I That's was just a thinking that. Yeah. Bethany. Imagination Station. I'll say across the water, Great Lakes Museum. Kennedy. You, you're going too fast. Ugh. Uh, there's a lot of good disc golf courses. Okay. Play some disc golf in Toledo. Ottawa get, Park is great for that. Um... Bethany. Uh, dinner at the Heights. I'll go find somebody to get you to Inverness. The golf course. <laughs> Good point. Kennedy. Um, the dog park. Which one? Uh, the big one. Glass, On the trail. Glass City Glass Dog City. Park. Okay. Duh. Okay. Bethany. Um, um, let's see. How about ice skating at Ottawa Park? Okay. Uh, you know, it's not my place. It's kind of become like a tourist trap for this. At least that's what I would call it. But Village Idiot Pizza. 
Oh, that is good. Kennedy? Um, they have this exhibit thing at the Stranahan every year where all these like rock collectors come and bring their rocks. That's always fun. Okay. Bethany? I'm going to say... Oh, let's see. What's another one of the. Oh, Crosby Arts Festival. Okay. Uh, the, it it just got put back on, so I'll be I'll say the BG Tractor Pole. Oh, it sure did. <laughs> yeah. So it'll be another year when I'm where I don't go to the tractor pole. Um, Kennedy. Sundance. What is it? Sundance. Sundance. Good one, Kennedy. The Old West End. Yeah, say the fastest, or just walk the houses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, Bethany. Um, I mean the Toledo Botanical Gardens on their own. Yeah, but I kind of already said that. No, oh. no, we can totally. That's a Metro Park thing, but I, I'm I'm good with that. Unless you're separate. Do, if you want to do another one, throw it out there. Um, I'm still thinking. Go to the next person. Alex, you have anything? Nope. Um. Ba, 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 ba. Oh, uh, do wander the warehouse. You guys oh might, yeah, that's fun. Yeah, we go into people's homes downtown. Um, Kennedy, have anything? The art loop. Good one. Bethany. Um. Out. Do we say the Swamp Black Swamp Festival? No, I'll put it on the list. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Um, what's the, what's the art festival in Sylvania? First Fridays? No, oh, it's not First Fridays. The, is it Main Street? Art on Main or something? Yeah, yeah, Art on the Main. I think that's what it is. Kennedy, have it's anything? Uh, Music Under the Stars, the amphitheater. Is that, is that the zoo, Sunday nights? Yeah. I've never yep. been and I really want to go. I always see Tony Gaffes oh, posting great. stuff from that. Um, Bethany? That's very good. Uh, I mean the zoo in general. Did we say the zoo already? I don't think we did. Uh, if uh, I we thought did. we did. Whoa, Bethany, you just kind of cut out. Bethany. Oh, sorry. Oh. I said um, if we did do. Hello. Yeah, we're here. I think she got cut off. Alex. Uh, lights before Christmas. Oh, good one. Alex. Oh yeah. Um, that's kind of, I got nothing, you guys. I think this is too many. We should have capped it at 10. Oh, okay. Well, no, the, the, the ice cream scene, Toledo's got ice good cream. ice cream. What's your favorite? What, what would be, what's the must go to? I love, um, Mr. Freeze in Perrysburg, but Handles is also Handles. top. Okay. So, um, let me, let me count these up. One, and I didn't write them down. I just said how many we, I saw how many we could Get up to one, two, three, four, five. I'm back. Did you get lights before Christmas? Yes. We're just tallying these up. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine times five is 45. We got 48, and we really started to slow down after around 25. So, there you go. If we really sat down and thought about it, though, we could we could make it. I think so. We could I think so. Um, well, we'll wrap up now. Kennedy, thank you for, for hanging out with us when you could. And I will shoot you an email with some instructions for the Haunted Hydro, okay? Thank you. Awesome. It'll be, uh, if and hopefully, well, you'll go Friday night, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, hopefully we'll run into you. And uh, ladies, bye. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>